Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. And this week, uh, our friend Caleb English from TRS Healthcare sent us a few beers from his neck of the woods in Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. You ever I, been to Arkansas, Rich? I have no, no. I've never oh, been to man, Arkansas. I have. It's uh, parts of it, especially where these brewers are from. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Really? Yes. Lots of rocks and trees. A big uh, like uh, lumber and timber okay. industries down there. Um, there's parts of it that you drive through um, where there's just rock stands. So like people have tables set up in their yards, mm-hmm. and you can just buy rocks, like nice, beautiful rocks, like. I'll take on the way down the highway. Oh. Every time you see a house, there's yeah. like tables full of rocks. That's just, a, there's so many of them. And, and they're selling rocks. Yeah, because I guess they're beautiful. I never oh. stopped to look, but okay. they must have some sort of uh, gemstone quality to them, or I don't know, but crystals, who knows? Hmm. Something mystic, maybe. I would, I, I would never have guessed, as I started doing some research here, I would never have guessed um, just some of this. You could, if you hadn't told me, Mm-hmm. Where these breweries are located, I would have said Colorado or yeah. Utah or... Yeah, some other outdoors state. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. There's a lot of stuff I did not know before we uh, dug into it. So. Yeah. So, uh, and this is no secret because you know we've talked. I've talked about it a lot through some of the other stuff that we've done. We're, we're friends with a lot of other agencies, mm-hmm. you know, all across the country, and and, and I've had the... Uh, I've had the pleasure of, inter- of interacting with a number of people from TRS Healthcare over the years, and um, they they were started by a nurse way back in '99, and uh, have since they've they've grown a lot in, in that in that area down there, and they've grown their headcount too. Um, and Caleb started there, so I've got a, I did a little bit of research. He started from the ground up, like he's uh, an OG. He's an OG yeah. at at TRS. Um, Caleb, I you probably saw he probably saw I was I was creeping on his LinkedIn <laughs> to do some research here because I knew he'd been there for a while. Um, he's currently the chief operating officer, but he's been there for oh gosh, so he started in two thousand and seven as an accounts receivable specialist. That's that's pre breweries, yeah, right? Yes, which we'll get into that. Yeah, that's a whole different story. Kind of blows my mind. I can't believe that. But I mean, that's I guess as we get into these different states and stuff, then that's yeah. you, you learn little bits about this. But yeah, he moved his way up. Uh, he was a credentials manager, then uh, recruiting manager, then director of operations, and uh, for the past almost four years, October of 2015, um, he became the chief operating officer. So oh, cool. Sent me a nice little letter because um, uh, we talk from time to time, either you know social media or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, Hi, Rich. Enclosed is a sampling of some of my favorite Arkansas brewed beers, all except for the Day Drinker, which is one of the beers that he sent. Um, We're brewed in northwest Arkansas specifically. These are best enjoyed after a Cubs victory and a joyous rendition of Go Cubs Go. Uh, Did they win last night? Yes, they did. (laughs) Look at at what we got going on. There we go. So, yeah, so he sent us uh, one, two, three, four, five different ones. Uh, We're going to drink two of them today here, and then then on our own, we're going to drink the other. Oh, okay. The other ones there. I like that. But yeah, we, we chose two of them. Uh, the first one we're going to drink is from is the Slaughter Pen. Yeah, Bike Rack Brewing Company. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I, I personally know two people that have been to this brewery and had beer from these guys. Actually been to yeah. this brewery. Yep. Somebody uh, texted me a picture of one of their um, pint glasses full of beer huh. uh, last night to show that he was there. So huh. uh, we're going to get into this one. Um, let's see here. 
Is this the one that is in... This is not in Rogers, I don't believe. I think this is in Bentonville proper, right? So they've got two different locations. Uh, Bike Rack Brewing Company, 8th Street Market location is 801 Southeast 8th Street, Bentonville, Arkansas. Um, This is... What how how they're two different they they, re, they refer to themselves in two different ways one Bentonville's oldest brewery okay and the Arkansas's original brewery so they were the first in the state it must they were, be they were the first in the state and then uh, some other ones rolled into Bentonville is yeah. there one more maybe and there was there was uh, the other location is in the Arts District uh, four ten Southwest A Street so two different locations okay. uh, this will and if you hadn't done any research. You, you mean you probably had you probably would have seen this it would blow your mind otherwise. So Bentonville's oldest brewery started in October of 2014. <laughs> that is so crazy. I love it. That's that's insane. Uh, the citizens of Benton County voted to repeal prohibition in 2012. So was it one of those deals where just somebody forgot to tell them that prohibition was? <laughs> Repealed for a hundred years. They didn't get the newspaper that day. I don't yeah. know. I don't want to make fun of them. I don't. I don't. I think that no, was. We just don't know. How does that happen? I, I grew up in a. So I grew up in a dry county in in Kansas. Okay. Like well, dry county on Sundays. How's that? So okay. and it was all the beer that we could buy was three two. Right. So one, I mean, beer tasted different anyway because it was only three point two percent alcohol, and the. Are you having a problem with the pour in there? Well, this is very bubbly on this one, so I'm trying not to foam over on us. Uh, And then on Sundays, you couldn't you couldn't buy beer at all, and I think it's still like that in Cloud County in Kansas that you can't buy on Sundays. Well, isn't it? Don't they say that uh, wherever they make Jack Daniels, that county is totally dry. That's a dry county too. Drink any of the stuff that they make Mm -hmm. there, Lynchburg. So they make it, but you can't drink it. Yeah. How, what's the quality? Can you taste it? Yeah, what's can the quality taste process? I don't know. So you can taste it, but you can't ingest it? I don't understand. I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm glad I don't live there to have to find out. I bet there's a whole story behind that that we just don't know. Anyway, so no offense to our friends in Arkansas. We just didn't understand maybe why. I don't I don't know why you didn't get the, the memo on that. Well, here we go. I, I can tell you from when I opened that thing, it smelled great. Real good hop smell. So it's an IPA, yes? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm, there's kind of a grapefruitiness smell to yeah, it. Yeah, very very citrusy. I'm going to let that sit for just a second. Dolan's got the bubbles to go down. Dolan, what's the, uh, does it list the hops on there at all? I would I would guess citrus. We got some int- maybe. In- info? No. Um, no, it just says 6.3 alcohol mm. percent. 48 IBUs. So it's a little, it's a little bitter. Yeah. It's, it's up on the higher side. Yeah, for what we normally drink, but it's still about fifty lower than a normal, <laughs> yes. you know, IPA. When this brewery was made, IPAs were eighty IBUs, Ooh. so it's already down forty from that. But it probably tastes hoppies from what we're used to lately. Mm. It's got really good color. I wouldn't call it hazy. No, it's definitely. But you, nothing a, can't see through it though. It's a light malty color. Yeah, it is. It's a little darker than what we're normally used mm-hmm. to. It doesn't have that juice, orange juice look. Nope. This is just more of a standard style IPA, I'd say. It's, you know, the first drink of it is... Mm, it's, that smells so good, though. It's real mellow. It's super nice, really mellow. The bitterness does not come through at all. Mmm, that's citrusy. Mm-hmm. That's good. Dolan, what do you think? I'm thinking, like, again, this is another IPA that I like, and mm. I don't like IPAs. 
Oh, boy. Well, I, there we go. I could drink a couple, three of these. Honestly, it's not bitter at all. No. Not like uh. you would expect. Yeah. Mm, man, that's good. Yeah, not one bit. Uh, so, the name of that beer, Slaughter Pen. Slaughter Pen. IPA. Yep. And we were talking beforehand as, as maybe why the name of, of it was that. Uh, and you're, you're close. Okay. You're, you're pretty close. Um, I looked up the definition of a slaughter pen because I was like, well, that's got to be something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't probably just come up with that for no reason. And what I found was that it was a military term first. So basically it was an area, uh, usually geographic, where major casualties took place. Okay. So, like, a lot of people died in mm-hmm. this area, in, the, like, a ravine or on this field or whatever. Like, that mm-hmm. was known as the slaughter pen because so many people died. So that's part of it. The other part of it is a regional definition, um, and it does involve um, slaughterhouses. Okay. So for about, from what I could tell, maybe a 100-some years, a little bit longer, in this area... In Bentonville, um, they had a whole bunch of like mom and pop meat packing places, right? Okay. And there was a whole bunch of them all lined up and they were near this creek so that when they were done doing the stuff they needed to do, they would basically just throw the rest of it in this creek and wash it out, mm-hmm. right? Because that's yeah. how you did it in the 30s and the 20s and the 50s and the... 70s even Man. almost up into the 80s i think from what i could tell the, the epa would be on your doorstep well that's what happened the government came in and they're like hey you know what there, there should be some sort of standards here yeah. um yeah and uh, inspections and whatnot and like refrigeration and you know things like that yeah uh, we're gonna have to shut this down so <laughs> like all of them kind of started shutting down one at a time and then mm-hmm. there was one left um, up until i think the 80s from what i can remember the story i read it was a story about the guy that owned it, his dad had owned it prior. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, they were kind of like independent. So like the far, you could, your farmer could call you and he'd be like, Hey, rich, uh, I got five head of hog. I need processed. Can yep. you come grab them? And he would come and get the truck, go get it, do the thing, take it back to you. Hmm. Um, and that's just how they, that was what they did there. Then you have delicious bacon. Yeah. Okay. Pork chops and whatnot. Yeah. All right. So, that was an area that they called the Slaughter Pen because there were so many of these slaughterhouses in this mm-hmm. area, in this uh, wooded and hilly area with this creek that runs through it. Okay. Well, guess what? That's where these bike trails are mm. now. So all that area was purchased up and then donated uh, by the Walton Family Foundation. Yep. So they, they are the folks that own the Walmart and the Sam's Club and a lot of everything else, right? You can't not talk about this area. And 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 well, you can't talk about this area and not talk about them, right? So, and I I didn't want to like go too far into them. I wanted to keep it focused more on what this, especially this brewery, is portraying and what the town really is, mm-hmm. and kind of tie it into why it's that way. Because I thought that was interesting. Like, yeah. how did this just happen overnight? Like, why is this the number one mountain bike destination right now? Like, this is people are driving cross country, flying in. Like, this is the place to go if you're a mountain bike enthusiast, and I wanted to know why that was. I would never have guessed. So a lot of my research is based on that and and some of the stories that I found. Um, What happened basically was all this land was purchased up, and then they started to build uh, mountain bike trails. Okay. 
So these are not like our hiking, walking trails that we have here. These are like legitimate downhill rocks, jumps, um, streams, all sorts of that sort of stuff that you think about in Colorado or wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, Bridges. Yeah. Curves. All that stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff that you see on TV or pictures, this mm-hmm. is where it's happening now. Wow. So in 2006, it started. And that's where, the, like we were talking about, the corporate offices for Walmart are there. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, a lot of other businesses have their corporate headquarters or offices there to like service that client because it's like one of you know advertising and all these places are they yeah. came they came to Walmart basically yes. right like yes. okay we need to be by our biggest client so to get people to come to this town because it wasn't Bentonville is not a big area no. um, population wise really. Nothing in Arkansas is that huge, mm-hmm. Little Rock probably. Besides Little Rock, yeah. They wanted to make something so that they could recruit young people to come to the area. And I found out, I was like, well, why? Why is it this the thing? Two of the grandsons of Sam Walton are mm-hmm. major mountain bike heads. Oh. Like, that's their passion, right? So they, they are, I don't know if they're in charge or running something within the company. I'm sure they oh, do. Oh, sure, yeah. But this is their, like, their baby. So because of their interest and passion, that's where the money came from. Okay. So the Walton Family Foundation, not to be confused with like the Walmart stuff, like this is their charitable side or whatever else. Mm-hmm. This is all their money. Um, they give out money every year in Bentonville in this area to build trails, to maintain trails. They're all about bikes. So like teaching kids how to ride bikes, um, fixing bikes, um, maintaining the trails, um, doing all that sort of work because it's a lot of work to build these things. Mm-hmm. Um, all this money comes from this foundation, and they give grants. You can ask for a grant. You can, um, if you have a bike club and you you want to make and maintain more miles, because mm-hmm. um, a lot of we have some trails here in Nebraska, from what I understand, but they're all run by volunteers. So. If you want to build a trail out in the middle of nowhere, you can do that, mm-hmm. but you're in charge of it and you have to, you know, maintain it and make sure it's safe and that sort of stuff. Sure. So this funds that sort of thing. I found out that there are actual companies that build mountain bike trails. I did not know that was a thing. And there's three different ones of these companies that have built these trails. And from what I could tell in this area and what would be right by this brewery, there's about 80 miles of like legitimate mountain bike trails. Which is super interesting because if you look on the can itself on the side, mm-hmm. there's a little star up in the corner. There's a little little, uh, little picture of Arkansas, uh-huh. a little star up in the corner, and then crafting local quality ales for our community and trails. That's exactly right. So like that's just it's like a way of life there. It is. Um, there are 53 state parks in Arkansas that have mountain bike trails. I would never have guessed that. Just the terrain is perfect, especially in that northwest area in the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ranked kind of like skiing. So they have green diamonds all the way up to black diamonds. So oh. it's like skill levels, right? Sure. Um, and then they they mark it on the trail, which you know is is before you get you know into it, you'll know exactly mm-hmm. kind of what you're going for. Um, from what I could tell on this slaughter pen one, that's about 25 miles. It all starts and ends at the same place. It's just how you get there is your skill difference. Oh. So there's some easier ways, probably mm-hmm. for you know beginners versus you know super skilled jumping and hanging on vines and, and you know what i like peewee herman did. crazy shit like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. so um interesting it's one of those things i guess from what i can understand and in, in the research i did um a lot of business travelers come there because of the 
stuff we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. So the weekends is when the other people come and get the hotel rooms and do their mountain biking and oh, stuff. Okay. So during the week, it's pretty busy for business, um, and it's kind of hard to get a room. But on the weekend, it kind of everybody goes back home to where they're going to do, and people come in and do their bikes. The locals do their thing or whatever. Yeah. Interesting. Could you rent bikes there? Like, I don't want to drag my definitely awesome Target bike down there. <laughs> Well, they probably make fun of you, first of all, yeah, for having that. That's right. It has um, cobwebs on it, too, maybe. How's, <laughs> how's that? That might help. Um, there's a bunch of different bike shops in there. Um, they do have bike rentals, okay. um, repair, that sort of thing. Um, one of the other places I read about, I don't know if I have the name of it or not, but there was um, another big collection of trails and jumps and stuff. almost looked like a BMX dirt track. Mm-hmm. Um it's so big and popular. They have like legitimate concession stands, like licensed concessions and actual bathrooms with running water. And it's like an event place. Really? So like where we would have soccer fields here for kids, Mm -hmm. this is like a outdoor mountain bike and BMX bike trick place. So they have different places you can practice different skills before you Hmm. go out and jump off a rock face. So like, okay, well here's the one that we built that you can practice that sort of stuff. Mm. So that was something that I thought was pretty interesting. Okay. Um, $13 million has come from the Walmart family foundation since then to build these since 2010. So predates the breweries. Mm -hmm. Um, but that seems to be who's going. So a big thing is mountain bike people that are into beer. Like that's, those are the people that I know that went there, right? Those things, it seems to go hand in hand generally anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, that's my experience along the way has been like, if, if you like that kind of thing, then stopping at a brewery is probably a pretty common yes uh, occurrence for you. And they do a lot of bike rides from brewery to brewery. Um, this whole town of Bentonville, from what I can understand, is super bikeable. Hmm. Uh, that's the general way most people get around or a lot of people get around there. So not even if you're off the road, but on road too, that just seems to be the thing that people do. Um, it's kind of a hot new area for people. There's more than 30 people a day move to Bentonville from what I could find. Interesting. And, um, they have like kind of an exploding food scene to catch the tourist dollar. And, uh, I guess they're getting some, like some, uh, I don't know famous is the right word, but they're getting some pub down in there for some of the food and some of the restaurants and stuff. And was there one other thing I was going to say? Um, Oh, just the, um, just the shops that are, that are in the town. There's one that's real close to this brewery. There's a bike shop that you can basically just Hmm. get to from that spot. I love the, their, their logo's great. I mean, their logo looks like a bike shop Mm -hmm. logo. I mean, it's, it's. Yeah. If you picked up that can, you would think that's from Colorado. I would, I would say. It kind of looks like the Upslope logo a little bit from Colorado, yeah, where bit. it's more. This is more like of a diamond than the Upslope actually looks mm-hmm. like a slope. But same sort of, same lettering. It, it's almost yeah. It looks it looks very similar. Well, like I said, it, if if you didn't tell me what area of the country I was reading about, I would have guessed someplace completely different mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. Oh. So the, the other thing I did, and uh, because I, my my brother in law. One of my good friends are mountain bikers and mm-hmm. home brewers and stuff. And every once in a while, they'll slip a word in there that I just don't understand. I oh. don't know what it means. Like you do with me with beer sometimes. Yeah. Grandy. And I, I've seen them on uh, on beer labels. There's a beer, I think it's from, uh, not, I'm just going to say Russian River, but I know that's not right. There's a brewery that makes Lupulin. Um, mm. They make a bunch of IPAs. I'm skipping my... I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. Okay. But one of the beers they have is called, I'm going to send it anyway. 
Oh. I was like, what the heck? I don't know what that means. No, Dolan, I, do you know what that means? I think it's a, a play on, on that famous YouTube video. Uh, the guy in the snowmobile. Yeah, the snowmobiler guy. Snowmobile. I'm uh, just going to send it. Just going to send Larry it. Larry the Enticer. There you go. Yeah. So I was like, well, what does that mean? And it's a term used in that sort of thing, mountain biking. Basically, it's like you have to commit 100%. That's what it means. Like that's, you can't second guess this, or you're going to get broken. That's Larry the Enticer there when he's go. jumping like yeah. snowbanks and stuff yeah. in the snowmobiles. Same thing with mountain bikers. That's the thing they say. They're going to get the big jump. They're yeah. going to get major air. They got to send it. You got to send it. They're just so, going to send it. Have you seen Larry the Enticer? Mm-hmm. Have you seen? Yeah. Yep. With yep. the what's it the 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 any like that with his yes. when he's just like hey, yes. yeah I don't even want to I don't even want to I'm glad know, the, it's the, the, the audio symbol. only yeah. yeah exactly you don't <laughs> want to see that do yourself a favor and and, and uh, go to YouTube and look up Larry the Enticer yeah you, you will not be disappointed uh, so what I wanted to do was I went through and I picked out some mountain bike slang terms All right so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit them to you guys and then you let me know what you think but. First one I came up with, and these are somewhat in order, uh, is a bail. So bailing is just jumping off before you fall and mm. get broken. Mm-hmm. Um, a booter. A booter. <laughs> a booter. It's a large jump that requires commitment. Oh. So that's when you're going to send it, you're going to send it to do a booter. It's not like what you put your beer in, like the boot. Not like that. Like not, we're not going to do nope. a couple booters. Das boot. Um, when you were talking about your target bike, that's a BSO. BSO. Yeah, that's a bike-shaped object. <laughs> that's a cheap bike. <laughs> if you take that off into the woods, you ain't coming back out. So BSO right. is that. Okay. Uh, when you had a clean run, that means you did not crash. Huh? So you, you, you ran clean. Uh, a dab. I know Dolan's doing this all the time. Okay. Uh, but he's 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 doing a different kind. Yeah. This is when you take your foot off the pedal of the bike to put your foot down on the ground so you don't crash. Oh. That's called dabbing. Aren't your feet like? Aren't you strapped into that thing? Sometimes you can be. Yeah. Uh, that's more for road race biking. Mm. Uh, this one you want to be able to get off sometimes on your feet. You're going to need your you feet. You want to bail. Yes, you need to bail there sometimes. Uh, flow is just the trail nirvana uh. I saw it described as. So it's just who set up the, the turns and the jumps and the bumps and all that stuff. That's if the flow. If it's good flow, that's, a, that's what you want to ride. Uh, okay. A huck uh, is doing a large jump. Without thinking of the consequences, <laughs> so you just gotta huck it, man. You just if it's a big jump, you can't think, you can't get in your head. You just gotta huck it. You just gotta huck. Okay. Uh, LBS. Okay. Local bike shop. Uh, so uh-huh. if you're uh-huh. if you're going to your LBS, that's what that means. Okay. Uh, loose. Oh man, I was those guys were riding loose. Okay. That means riding on the edge of control. They're just almost on the edge. They're teetering. They're they're going so crazy. Yeah. But they're in control just. At the very last second. Okay. That's they, riding loose. They don't need to bail then. Mm-hmm. They don't. They might need to, but they're riding loose. They're under control barely. Just send it. Just send it. <laughs> Pinned. Pinned? Pinned. P-I-N-N-E-D. Okay. That's riding very fast. Uh-huh. Oh, which is what you want to do. Like, you want to pinned. Like yeah. you're pinned like a pinned speedometer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, roost. You do not want to get roosted. <laughs> Let me guess. This is getting stuck in a tree. That'd be great if it was. No. (laughs) That's when somebody's riding in front of you, and you're taking the curve, and they kick out a bunch of dirt and mud all over, and Mm. it gets all over you. You got roosted. You got roosted. Uh, A tabletop. That's kind of what it sounds like. It's just a flat, 
layer of ground on a jump. So you like you get up on it and you pedal on it and then you jump off of it. Oh. So it's like a ramp up and then it's a flat land and then you jump off to something else. That's called a tabletop. Okay. A lot of those are built into the to get you more speed. So you'll go up, you'll go straight, and then you jump off and you're already you're going downhill again. Mm-hmm. It's just a way to get faster. Uh, a taco. Just sounds right up my alley. It's Taco Tuesday, right? Yeah, yeah. This is when you jump and you bent the shit out of your wheel. And it looks oh, like a taco. Taco, you're yeah. Oh, then you're man. done. You're done for the day. These these are a little too California for me, right? I well, mean, there's, that's there's they're kind of like surf slang. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, but obviously they're different. But okay. that's the same kind of mentality. It's the same sort of dudes, sure. doing that stuff and gals, but just in a different area, you know. Huh. Uh, skinny. Okay. This is a wooden beam about six inches wide okay. that's up off the ground that you ride on. So no, I, I would have to bail. And you're going fast. You would yeah. have to bail. Yeah. Uh, when you're riding granny, that's something Dolan does. <laughs> you got the lowest gear of your bike. That's the that's granny? That's the lowest, yeah. That's the granny. You're running granny there. And I still have to bail. You probably would have to bail. <laughs> After dabbing. Uh, loam. I think that's how you pronounce this. L-O-A-M. Yeah, loam. Oh, my God. The people that I know that are going to listen to this are going to be like, <laughs> you butchered them. Yes. All right, loam. This is what you want to ride, especially on these things. Okay. This is a mix of sand and clay, dirt, and decomposition that you find in the forest. Okay. It's very grippy for the bikes, but it doesn't kick up dust and dirt. Mm. So it's clean to ride, and it's fast to ride, and it grabs on your, your wheel, your tire. Okay. So you're not as likely to, to bail. Bail. Mm-hmm. Or biff or whatever. Sure. I'd say biff. And then we talked about send it. We already did that mm-hmm. one. Um, was that the last one I got? I think that's it. But those are some of the terms. So I've, yeah, I we did some research on that. I love that. That's, yeah. that's freaking I'm going to try awesome. to throw some of those into my regular vocabulary. <laughs> I use, well, I would use bail anyway. That's, I don't know. That one we know. Yeah. Right? Let's talk about my BSO because here's, here's yeah. my, here, here, this is, I, I like to think I could ride a bike. Right. I, I, and I can. Let's, let's not make any mistake. I can ride a bike. So I got a Target bike, right? A little Schwinn. Multi gear. I don't even know. I'm 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 probably embarrassing myself. Don't here. ride at Granny. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm riding Granny a lot. Uh, one time, so there's a there's a lake right by my house, uh, Zerinsky Lake, uh, and it's it's probably a good I don't know five six blocks, and then there's there's probably a couple miles worth of trail around the lake mm-hmm. or whatever. So uh, last year, last summer, uh, when my wife went out of town, my wife uh, Maddox and Jenny went to Colorado, uh, and I was I stayed back to work. Uh, I took my bike out on a Saturday, and I rode from my house around Zerinsky and then rode back home, and I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Like, that was a long... I pushed it. It was too much. Right. Like, like I was seeing spots, and... Oh, yeah. That's oh, man. Good. And it was super hot anyway. Yeah. Uh, and so I thought, well, this is good for me. I just shouldn't go do as much. So my goal this summer mm-hmm. is to ride it twice. Two times? Two times. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to think I could. It was fun. I liked it. Yeah. It was... Until until the part where I got dizzy. And- I'll tell you what, man. You'll find out quick when you're not in shape when you're on a bike. Yes. So I I hadn't had a bike in oh man, fifteen years, twenty years. Okay. And then my son was born. And then so the summer that he would have been one. Mm-hmm. So he was almost. Yeah, he would have been one. I decided. You know what? We live by a lake. We've yeah. got trails. I want to take him on a ride. I want to mm-hmm. get the whole kid thing and all that stuff. Hooked it on my my brand new. What do I have? A Trek. I have a Trek. Oh, got one of those. Hooked it on there. It's a. Oh, it looks great. Yep. 
you are out of shape anyway. I'm already out of shape on uh-huh. a regular bicycle. Uh-huh. Then I have a thing attached to the back of it, and then there's a 40-pound thing in the back of that. Uh-huh. Uphill, I was like, oh, my God. I barely made it. Mm-mm. I was I was pedaling so hard, I felt like the Hulk. <laughs> like my jeans were ripping, my calves were popping out. It was so bad, and it was so, I, of course it was like the hottest day ever. Right, and you know we had to stop every once in a while to like make sure he was drinking and hydrated and stuff in the back. And he wasn't just he like, was covered over, so he wasn't getting the sun like we were. But right, uh, but then to get started again with all that, oh, I was like, oh, it's no. like a semi at a stoplight. Yeah, it just was like to <laughs> finally go. So I was like, I, I like the bike, but not with him on the back. Uh, it's too much. So I took that thing off last summer. I just got it. I just filled up my tires this week, actually. That's I so just, I'll be hopefully doing some of that too. But. Same thing with me. I just filled up my tires. I, I knocked all the cobwebs off it, and I thought, okay, twice. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get out there twice. So my sister and my brother-in-law are big bikers, especially okay. mountain bikers, right? So yep. he, in the, as soon as basically spring hits to till it snows. He rides his bike to work almost every day. And there's a bike challenge that you can do as a city. So your whole city will have a club, basically. Mm -hmm. And then you log all your miles. And then you compete against other cities. So I don't know if it was two years ago or last year, but Lincoln beat uh, Portland. as like the most miles ridden for a city. What? And he was, yeah, he's one of those guys. Like he'll average 20 miles easy a day when he's riding. Um, and then he'll get home from work and he'll go do the actual mountain bike, bike like trail rides. Really? Um, he'll go from Lincoln. There's some trails out in Branched Oak. There's some um, by Walnut Creek, by my old house. Mm-hmm. There's some mountain bike trails there. There's some at Platte River State Park. Um, there's some up in Council Bluffs. I think there's a couple other places around. But hmm. like you have to go and look for these kind of stuff that we're talking about earlier today down sure. at Bentonville. Uh-huh. So to do that in Nebraska, it's a little bit, you have to go and find it, but hmm. um, their major, by, I mean, if they went, he'll, he'll ride twice a day where you're talking about twice in the summer. He's like, I went before work, <laughs> I rode my bike to work, and then I got off work, and now I'm going to go and ride and go to the brewery or something. And then as I'm riding, he would ride circles around me. Oh, yeah. And I've, yes. I've ridden with him. Have I ridden with him? Maybe once. I was mm. I was basically like, I don't want to. No. Because you're way faster, and mm. I'm going to be the anchor and just slow us all down. You go ahead. Yeah. And then I'll catch up with you later after I got an Uber. <laughs> bike behind. Uber with the bike rack on it. Yeah, that's something that they do when they go to like Fort Collins and stuff. They have all those bikes that you can rent, I guess. Yep. And that's what they ride all around town and go to all the breweries and just bike ride. And I was, I'm going with them this year, and I'm thinking, oh, no. You're screwed. Yeah. You need to practice before you go. I do, yeah, and lose about 50 pounds. So we're going to pull into this next beer, right? We got I, another IPA. I just opened it. Philosopher King yeah. from New Providence Brewing Company in Rogers, Arkansas. Which is in the same county as Benton, that which is, is Bentonville. Yeah. Bentonville's the county seat. So in the same northwestern part of the, mm-hmm. of the state. I looked at their website. It was neat, but there was like nothing there. It was small. Yeah. I mean, small. the website was small. How's mm-hmm. that? There wasn't yeah. a ton of information. Like normally I would get the... Like the the guys that started it mm-hmm. or whatever, none of that information yeah. is there, which is fine. I, I get I mean, it. And they're new, you know. Yeah. So I, that makes sense to me. Uh, this one is way more clear. Seventy IBUs on this, so it's more. Yeah. The like ABV is lower though. Six six percent ABV, hmm. seventy IBUs. You know, and I and I tasted it. I want you to taste it because okay. there is there's a different flavor there that I would not normally think you would get from this style. Hmm. 
It, it it's an IPA. Yeah. But it, there's almost tell me if, if I'm wrong here. Mm-hmm. There's a almost a saison sort of finish to it. Right. It's very dry finish to me. Well, on the can it says mind altering flavors of mango, tangerine, pineapple burst. Maybe the pineapple. Maybe that's what Maybe it is. Maybe that's what it is. Mm. Maybe. Does it say what hops are in that, Dolan? No, it says it's the perfect portrayal of our hop philosophy. Mm. It says I know one thing, and that is that I know nothing. <laughs> well, I can relate. Okay. Yeah, right. that's a good thing to know. It's a cool can. It's a yeah. Their their artwork on that one was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one finishes dry for me. Mm-hmm. It does. I, I you know what I actually like this one, and I thought I would have liked the slaughter pen more. I like yeah. this one more. Really, I'm way more for the other one. Really? Yeah. I'm just this is close in style to me to a brute. And I'm not a brute guy, That's but why you I like are. It. So. That's exactly why I liked it. Uh, let's see here. Rogers. Here's what I know about Rogers. Okay. This is the first location of Walmart when it was a Walton Five and Dime store in the 50s. So that picture that you see with mm-hmm. the red Walton yeah. Five and Dime. That's in this town. Now that's a museum, like a corporate museum. Okay. And it has like a soda fountain, ice cream shop in there too. So it's Sweet. kind of 50s tied. Cool. You know? Um and it's in the town, or right by the town square, mm-hmm. sounded like. Um, but they, yeah, that was the first Walmart, quote unquote. Interesting. Uh, so in the fifth, so it's grown from 60 years, basically, from that little spot to what we know about now, where it's everywhere. Hmm. I'm going to take another drink of this. I, I, I like this can a lot. I mean, just as I'm looking at the can, it's just, they put a lot of thought into the artwork. Yeah. It's... Yeah, interesting. I, I would go to either one of these breweries. I don't think I could hang at the bike with, <laughs> with the bike people. Right, yeah. I would give it a shot. I would definitely give maybe it a shot. Maybe they have pedicabs and someone can bike you around. Oh, Those maybe. are fun. Maybe. I mean, that's kind of like There's got to be like a... You said that there was different levels to the trails, oh, right? Oh, for sure, like yeah. Like green all the way up mm-hmm. to black diamond. Yes. Do they have yeah. like double green? Do they have like... Maybe. Like you and your Lime nine-year-old could ride it. Yeah, I'm sure there's... Yeah, there's definitely got to be something like that. Cause Lime green. <laughs> there wouldn't be anything... Uh, it wouldn't be very fun for kids, you know, yes. if they couldn't ride any of it. And I saw, definitely saw pictures of kids doing stuff, so... Yeah. I figure if a six-year-old can do it, I should be able... Uh, hopefully be able to Some do of those it. six-year-olds probably kick our ass. Oh, I see bikes. like videos online of like six-year-old skateboard kids, and I'm just like, "What? Mm-hmm. I can't even stand on a skateboard." Mm. Fall. The only time I ever had a skateboard, Dolan, you ready for this? I was about nine years old, and it was red plastic with yellow wheels, mm-hmm. and my mom got it for me. It was probably from like KB Toys. Sure. And it was skinny. It was like one of those California-style ones, mm-hmm. not like the big fat '80s wood boards. It was a tiny, skinny one. Yeah. And. Most of the time, I would sit on it and just ride down the driveway and then come back up because that was where my skill level was. Sure. I did try to skate on it one time going down the hill, and I fell so hard that I thought I broke my elbow. My mom had to take me to the hospital to see if I had a crack in it, and I didn't. And that was the last time I rode a skateboard. I was a skater in high school. Were you? Oh, yeah. I just didn't have the coordination. Multiple skateboards. Yeah. Now I tried to get on one just recently, yeah. and it's it's not like you oh you ride a bike you uh-huh. never forget. No, you forget how to ride a skateboard. Yeah. It's, I it's, would just think you get more wise to what can happen. Yeah. Yeah. Were you a street skater or a ramp skater? Street skater, not okay. a ramp skater at all. No, definitely street skater. One of my one of my best probably my best friend was a big time skater back in the day in, in Lincoln. Okay. And uh, was I don't know semi pro pro he was in. Hmm. 
he's been on some videos. Like oh. he, he's met uh, Tony Hawk and some of those guys. Hmm. So when we were roommates and we would drink a couple of beers, not craft beers because that wasn't a thing back then. Keystone Lights. When we were drinking those 30 stones, mm-hmm. I had Tony Hawk, Pro Skater, maybe two. Yes. PlayStation. Oh, yeah. And we would play it. And he was not a video game guy. <laughs> and we had this game and he was he would take it over took over my room he would play this game all the time because mm. he had skated these things yeah so like there's one i remember in san francisco and he was like oh that's the whatever jump or what and like he had done it in real life oh. and I, I know he's got beef with some guy named chad muska who's a pro <laughs> skater he's like i hated that guy <laughs> like so he was like legit skateboarder you know yeah and he still does it a little bit now and then he's like 44 ish okay uh he was ramp skater but he was more of a street skater guy too so oh. There was kind of a kind of a skateboard scene in Lincoln. Uh, um, I actually competed at in a ramp contest in Lincoln uh, just when I was in high school. I was not like I said. I was not. A, I was a street skater. I was not a ramp skater. But I did compete there. Did not do very well at all. So I have a my uncle in the in the mid eighties. He well, probably he would still if he had that long hair. But he used to have a really tall, big mohawk, mm. and he was a skateboarder. Yeah, and he did this ramp thing in Lincoln. There was a community center. That kids could go and skate at, which mm-hmm. was way before you couldn't do that now. Just have kids roll into a major skate ramp, <laughs> no. you know, and like liability and stuff. But right. in the eighties, they didn't have that stuff. Yeah. It was also a place that bands would come and they would have like all age shows. It was like the hangout spot of of North Lincoln. Sure, they, it, they still have that there in Lincoln. I think right now they team up with like you uh, talking about the Bay, the Bay. Yeah, well, this yeah. was like an outside wooden super ramp. Like you think of when you see like an 80s skateboard movie, like yeah. Gleam the Cube or something, right? Oh, yeah. So he does this, and it's a tall ramp. It's a big one. And he goes out, and he does a couple things, and he and he goes up, and he comes to the middle. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't go straight up. He kind of curves back over, and he's in the middle of the ramp, and mm-hmm. he falls down and broke both of his arms. Oh. Same time. <laughs> broke yeah. And double arm casts the whole summer. Oh, man. Bummer for him. Not, you don't get a whole lot of skateboard. No, he, he he bailed. He you bailed. were gonna take oh, it. I saw you. <laughs> I saw you trying to take my bail. Uh, so one last skateboard. I don't know how we got into talking about skateboard. Yeah. Uh, Jason Lee. Remember, you know Jason yep, Lee. Yep, yep. I met Jason Lee my senior year. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My senior year of high school, we hired him to do a because he was a professional skateboarder. Yeah, the house guy, right? Yep. Uh, he came and did a, a whole oh. thing. Uh, there in, in, in Concordia, like skate, we built like a couple of ramps for right. him and stuff, did like a demonstration for Fall Fest. That was our mm. big fall thing. Wow. And, before he was Earl. Oh, man. Before he was, my name is Earl. Yeah. yeah and he knew Crab Man. But yeah. Wow. We hung out with him the whole day. God, he was awesome. Yeah. He's, I, I think he's he's still a skater too, from yeah. what I understand. And, and so after that, I bought a Jason Lee board. And, yeah. I was always, always a fan. Wow. Yeah. We went down the rabbit hole. Yeah, we but really we're not can. done yet. Guess no. what? I got another tie-in for Rogers. Mm. Uh, Dolan probably knows about this. I know you're going to know about this. Okay. Christmas story. Oh, yeah. What yeah. do you think of when you think of Christmas story? You're going to shoot your eye out. You're going to shoot your eye out. Yeah. With a Red Ryder BB gun. Uh-huh. Those are made in Rogers, Arkansas. Still? Still to this day. There's still a Red Ryder BB gun. The Daisy Outdoor Products Company makes Red Riders. Okay. And they've been making them. Since 1939. Do they still have a compass in the stock? It still has everything like, like it was. It okay. has the iron sights. It says, just like your dad used to have, right on the box. It looks Get just out. the same. 
So I did a little research on that because I was like, oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Right? And this is one of the other products of this town. Besides hmm. Walmart, this is Daisy outdoor stuff. Okay. Um, also, JB Hunt Trucking, if you've ever been on the interstate, that's mm-hmm. down there. And then Tyson has a real big regional chicken thing. So those are the big employers of this area. Somehow I'm not surprised. So Red Rider was a in a comic book. He was a Western, like a cowboy hero. So he was like Roy Rogers, but like a... DC version, we'll say, right? Sure. So okay. he's Red Rider's a dude. Okay. And that's how that gets the name of uh, for the BB gun. Was Black Bart his his I uh, wish. enemy? No, oh. I wish. <laughs> um oh, so they they made him in 39, then they stopped during World War II because they needed the metal and whatnot. And Which then they sense. started back up again. And when they started back up, they were selling one million of them a year for about four years. Like they sold a ton. Like every um, kid had one. A million. A million. Can you wow. imagine selling a million of anything? Especially BB guns. Year after year. Wow. So in the 50s, um, they moved from Rogers, the company, and went to Michigan. And then they came back in the, I think it was the 90s, they moved back to their hometown. Huh, okay. Um, And in the 80s, that Christmas story movie came out, and that kind of like lit a fire on everybody, Mm. and they got the nostalgia. Sure. We're buying them. Um, the one in the movie is not the one they sell. That's not a Red Rider. So they're calling it that, but it's that wasn't a model that Daisy made. I wish you would never have told me that. Sorry, I can't. I can't. I mean, Dolan can cut it out. Yeah, for real, because that movie is why I begged all year to get a Red Rider BB gun for yeah. my dad, and I, I did. Did I you? Did. Yes. It was was it like that kind? No. It was a different one. Well. I guess, I mean, I guess it's just movie magic or whatever. Like, the, none yeah. of the snow is real. The snow right. is like, what, soap flakes or whatever. Well, he had the soap in his mouth. S- yeah. Stupid movie <sighs> magic yeah. shit. So, it'll hold 650 BBs, that's Red a, Rider. That's a lot of BBs. Uh, and it'll shoot 350 feet per second. Wow. Which is pretty good. You will shoot someone's eye out. You will. And hopefully not your own. No. Don't shoot it at people. That's mm. what they say on the website. Well... I read there were some safety things, and one of them was don't shoot at people. Uh, a BB, you know what it stands for, Dolan? Hmm. Ball bearing. Oh. BB. But if it's an airsoft gun or plastic, mm-hmm. a BB stands for bullet ball. <laughs> so still BB, just a difference, not metal. Bullet so. ball. Okay. You know, there's a there, there's a BB in Nebraska, not too far from here. Like B E E B E, something like that, right? Yeah. B E B B E. There's B Nebraska. Yeah. Don Beebe was a really good uh, football player. Played for the uh, Buffalo Bills. Mm. Don Beebe? That's, oh, yeah. He was like really? special teams? Yeah, yeah. I Crazy. Little white guy. Played he was on in the Super teams. Bowl those four years they lost, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 That's unfortunate. If there's any. It's like the anti humble brag. I was like this <laughs> humble burn. Oh, yeah. That when they lost four Super Bowls in a row. Yeah, that guy. I apologize to our friends in Arkansas. We have gone off a couple tangents here. And... Oh, you know what? That's what happens when you drink beers and. And share stories. That's true. That is true. Because this is, I always feel like these I, shows are, if we were just sitting at the bar, this is, this, and if I knew this stuff already, yep. if we were here and I knew that, this is stuff I would tell you. This so, is the conversation you would have. Yeah. Huh. All right. Oh, also, there's a Rogers, in Rogers, there's an air gun museum. Um, so they have hmm. like a BB gun museum. Okay. They have some from like the 1700s. What? Yeah, so really? like when they could figure right. out compression, like pump, like pump action, I guess. So they have stuff from there all the way up to their current ones. Uh, and I'm going to say this stat, 
Try to say it with a straight face. Okay. I mean, do, no disrespect, Rogers Air Gun Museum. Maybe this was a typo. They have 1,700 visitors a year. <laughs> no, it's got to be a typo. I hope so, because I wrote it down. Wait. 1,700 a year. <sighs> Wait a minute. To the Rogers Air Gun Museum. There's no way. So I, I kind of I kind of believe it. 365 like, days a year divided by 1700 is uh 20 just 0. 0.21. So yeah. I, my math was not right there. Mm. So I'm I'm sorry. 1700 divided by 365 equals 4.65 people. Yeah. Let's say they're not open on Sundays. Or Saturday, or you Friday. maybe got you maybe have five people rolling through there per yeah. day. It's yeah. got to be wrong. That has to be wrong. I don't know, but that was on their website, so mm. I wrote it down. Okay, has to be wrong. Yeah, I think for the sake of the, we'll say seventeen hundred a month. Okay, but it, it definitely said a year. Oh boy. So that's All what right. I know about Rogers. All right. So Philosopher King, the second one that we did uh, on Untapped, eighteen hundred and eighty-two reviews. What do you think? There, the second uh, one. The second one. This uh, with the with the cool can. I would say three point three four. Three point seven five. Whoa. On eighteen hundred and eighty-two reviews. Okay. Slaughter Pen, uh, nineteen hundred and seventy-three so reviews. So just slightly more. Hmm. What do you think? I'm gonna think it's less. But I would say like 3.68. That was 3.75 as well. Oh, boy. So Trick question. Yeah, trick question. Mm. Well, I preferred that one, and you preferred that one. I preferred so. that one. Yeah, it's interesting. So I like, yeah, I like hmm. the bike rack one. Well, uh, Caleb, if you, uh, if you, if you, if you have made a, it, if you hung through this whole episode, yeah, good, good job. If you have a you. spare room, Brian and I would like to come down and, and yeah. ride our uh, BSOs. <laughs> Yeah, that's all we have. Uh, on some uh, lime green trails, maybe. Yes. Because can we just walk the bike on the trail? Can we push it? Does that count? No, you would get you would get hit. Some of them. Oh would yeah, we you. would. Yeah, we you get roostered. You get <laughs> we would get roostered all day long. Look at, on Dolan's purpose. Gonna, he, for at least a week, he's going to start using these terms now. I was wishing that gnar or gnarly was in on the slang trip. <laughs> I was going to just write it in there. But. That's definitely surf surf lingo, not bike lingo. Oh bummer. No. All right, so we uh, we've got one, two, three other beers that uh, that Caleb sent us. Mm, so. Okay, Brian, we're not going anywhere for a while. Hey, let's have another beer. 